Good morning. I am Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM. Today, we're so happy to have in our studio today Ms. Jasmine Cordero, who is the Managing Director of the Center for Urban Entrepreneurship and Economic Development, CUED, at Rutgers Business School as our in-studio guest today. Jasmine, welcome to the program, and thank you for taking the train down here to South Orange to uh, be in our studio to do this interview. Well, thank you so much, Darrell, for having me here today. Let's start off by telling our audience a little bit about yourself and, you know, how, you know, your education, your background, and how you came to this program at Rutgers. Sure. Um, I'm actually an alumni of Rutgers University. Um, I got my bachelor's degree there in criminal justice and sociology. So I have a varied background. I actually used to uh, work at a center there, uh, the Police Institute, helping them achieve their goals of reducing recidivism in the Newark community. Recidivism. Yes. That's a mouthful. Um, What is recidivism? It's reducing the incidence of ex-offenders going back into prison. Wow. And they had a program where they worked with the government and nonprofits to provide additional services for those coming out of prison so they do not go back. Oh, wow. And then from there, I actually got my master's in human resource management um, from Rutgers University from the New Brunswick campus. And I went to corporate America for a while. I worked at Johnson & Johnson, helping them with a leadership development program, developing the skills for those future leaders of the company. And then I came back to Rutgers. I guess my heart has always been at Rutgers um, to help Dr. D.T. Ogilvie, our former and founding director, and Dr. Jeffrey Robinson. When they first started the center, they were looking for somebody to help them manage the center, and that's how I came there. And um, you have a very, very dynamic and exciting program there called the Rutgers EIP Entrepreneurs in- Pioneers Initiative, Initiative, EPI, sorry Sorry about that. Uh, Tell us about that program. The Entrepreneurship Pioneers Initiative, we first developed this program for first-generation entrepreneurs. Research indicates that first-generation entrepreneurs lack the resources and the tools they need to be successful as opposed to entrepreneurs with a family history of entrepreneurship. They have those resources. So we created this program specifically to give them those resources and tools so they can be as successful. In addition, as we were developing this program, we found that in our area, there were many businesses for startups. People, organizations will teach you how to start your business, take your idea, and now implement it. But once you have an already established business, how do you grow? How do you move forward? We found that there were not a lot of programs, organizations offering help for these types of businesses. So EPI helps you grow your business. We help you create a strategic plan to be able to grow your business within the next three years. Well, in the spirit of full disclosure, I have to say I am a EPI four graduate yes. recently. And that's how I came to uh, get, get to know you Um in the program. So this program, it started five years ago, six years ago. I know the The first class was, was, I guess, five years ago. Yes. We launched the program in 2009 Mm -hmm. and it was a collaboration. We had many partners, some which are still partners with us today. Um, We took every partner's strength 
their training strength, their counseling strength, um, their financing strength to put the program together. And who are some of those partners? Some of those partners, uh, we still work with the Institute for Entrepreneurial Leadership. Mm -hmm. Uh, We worked with the GNBDC, which is now GNEC. Okay. Um, And at that time, we also were working with the SBDC. Okay. Those were the original creators of the program. Wow. And how many folks have actually, how many businesses have actually gone through the program now? As of today, we have over 100 graduates of the program. Wow, that is outstanding. And um, this, this, this program um, has funders, people who financially support the program. Uh, t- and you'll send me an online link? Uh, yes. <coughs> from the Department of Labor under Workforce Initiatives. And there was a push at that time to create jobs in the community. And one way we saw that we can create jobs in the community is by helping entrepreneurs to be successful and then create employment opportunities for others. After that, because the program was so successful in the beginning, PNC Foundation also provided some funding for the subsequent EPI classes. And Prudential Foundation as well has been a strong supporter of the program. So because of this program, now the, the, the folks who go through the program, um, what do they have to, what type of um, tuition or, or class fees do they have? Because we have the generous support of PNC and Prudential Foundation, this program is valued at over $14,000, but most of it is covered, the majority is covered by these foundations. So we only, the only charge to participants, it's a nominal fee of $400, and it's basically only covering their meals when they come to the training sessions, and you know we provide you with a great breakfast, a great lunch, and, and some coffee to, keep, coffee to keep you awake. <laughs> And um, and your parking, that is all. Right. And a beautiful thing, I think, about that is that the meals are provided by, I believe, uh, EPI graduates. Uh, have, actually, one have. of the graduates from another one of CUDE's programs. Okay. But we support all of our graduates from EPI and our programs, wherever that we can use their services, we will use them and we will refer them to others as well. So when you look at the program, um, the, the very specific goals and objectives of the program, how would you um, classify that in regards to, I mean, because you're, you're working with small businesses and helping them to, to establish a, a growth plan, uh, but you have people who come into the, the classroom mm-hmm. with their, their starting points are, are all over the place. And, and there's something for everyone. So when you look at the goals and objectives of the program, is there a micro view and, and a macro view? Yes. Our goal in this program is, one, to create wealth in the communities. That is what we want to do. We focus on urban areas because we want to revitalize those areas. And if you have strong businesses in those areas, you're creating opportunities for people that live in those areas, and you're making those communities a lot stronger. Through wealth creation, again, now you're creating jobs. If we teach you 
the science of entrepreneurship and how to fully sustain your business, then you will start to create jobs. You will expand your business. You will have additional facilities. So those are some of the metrics that we use. We also want you to be sustainable. The average, uh, the average corporation, uh, small business usually lasts five years. We want you to last beyond five years. That's why one of our requirements is that you have to be at least operational for two years. Right. So right. we want to help you get beyond those two years. Mm-hmm. And um, have you been keeping statistics in regards to the folks who have gone through the and completed the program uh, in regards to how they're doing? Yes, we have. And 93% of the graduates from the program are still operational. We have 58% of the, we do actually, we actually conduct a survey every year um, to get statistics on how all of the businesses are doing. And in that survey, it was reported that 58% had new additional jobs, added new additional jobs. In total, we've created 84 new jobs in New Jersey. Wow, that is awesome. That is awesome. Now, you have a, um, a new class starting soon, EPI 5. Yes. And so what's the process for someone to uh, be considered for the program? To be considered for the f- program, first, of course, you have to be a first-generation entrepreneur. In addition, you have to be established, again, for two years, fully operational, and you have to have a business located in New Jersey. One of the things that we find also with our entrepreneurs, you will not find this as a criteria on the website, but it's important that you're open to change. We will give you a lot of the tools and the knowledge that you need, but we will not force you to use them and implement it in your business. So you have to be passionate. You have to also be what I call coachable and know I'm here to get help and I'm going to take this help and use it for my business. Very good. So to apply, what website would you recommend that they can find the EPI program at? They can visit www.business.ruckers.edu forward slash C-U-E-E-D forward slash entrepreneurs forward slash EPI. Absolutely. And also to my listeners, we will also have this, this program up on the iTunes as well. Um, but again, to give you that website, it's www.business.ruckers.edu forward slash C-U-E-E-D forward slash entrepreneurs forward slash EPI. Now, the, the program does have a time commitment. I mean, it's, but it's, it's, it's a time commitment. Uh, as you said, it's a commitment to innovation, a commitment that, that they understand that they need to look in the mirror and say, how can I improve myself? But also... There's assignments, and the time commitment is? It's a nine-month program. Um, part of the program, you're receiving training and you're receiving counseling. So you do have to commit one day a month, alternating Thursdays and Fridays, all day to come in for training. And then you also have to commit some time, but this is more flexible to meet with your counselors and have counseling sessions. Right. But those can be either done over the phone, in person, or online. As with most things in life, what you put into it is really what you're going to receive out of it. Exactly. 
And the more you put into the program, the more that you're going to receive from the program. So when you do commit, you want to ensure that you'll be able to attend all the training sessions, that you'll be able to uh, meet with your counselor as required and provide them with all of the information that they need so they can help you. You know, in meeting with the counselors, uh, I, I, I cannot stress enough just how important that was, how helpful that was, how informative that was. Um, it, it, it's almost like being back in school. You have your school assignment and you have someone there who's coaching you through. Uh, I found um, uh, my, my particular uh, mentor, um, I have Mike Wall, uh, there's Jill Johnson, and um, I'm trying to remember. Mitchell Green. Mitchell Green, I want to forget Mitch. Um, you know, it was, was extremely, extremely helpful and insightful uh, because we all have that Jahari's window about things that we just don't see about ourselves or gaps that we, that we have in our business that for whatever reason, you know, as, as you would say often, um, you want to be working on your business, not in your business. Did yes, I get that right? That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. And how many mentors do you have in a program? We have actually the three counselors that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Eiffel uh, does the business development counseling. The growth group does the business development counseling. And GNEC does our financial counseling. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And so w- with GNEC, you, you get an overview in regards to how your financials are for yourself personally and for your business. Because when you're a small business, you're... you're the two tie into the, one another. Exactly. And you, they also encourage you that y- if you do not have business credit, you want to start establishing business credit. And also as you're financing, looking at the growth of your business, you're going to want to finance that growth. And they will tell you options on different options, anything from getting an investor to a micro lender to your traditional routes of funding like a bank. And they will tell you, what do you qualify for? And if you're looking for a different route that at the moment you do not qualify for that, they will help you get there. Right. That is excellent. That is excellent. So to qualify for the program, be in business operational two years. Minimum, be, op- yes. be open to change. Yes, and be a first-generation entrepreneur, and also uh, your business must be located in New Jersey. Which, New Jersey's pretty big. Exactly. <laughs> that is great. Um, so let, let's talk about leadership, um, Jasmine. I've had the opportunity of um, going through the program, uh, watching you conduct the, the program, and you seem to have a, a very cooperative leadership style. I'm very collaborative and we are not an island within ourselves. We need others to get things done. We each, uh, each of us and each organization has their own strengths and we should work and partner together using our strengths to achieve our end goal. It's not that we all can only take one piece of the pie. We can actually share the pie and maximize all of our resources because a lot of times organizations don't have resources. But we think that if you have a piece of that, I don't get it. But if we work together, we can actually get a whole piece of the pie and then we'll benefit the community that we're serving. I also believe in empowering my staff. I have some staff, and I feel that they need to be empowered. I don't give them the answers. I want them to be innovative. So I ask them, when they come to me with a problem, 
what are some of the solutions that you have? How do you think that this can be fixed instead of saying, do it this way? Because we also all have our creative style. And that could be better than, you may have a better idea, and of course, than I do. Or if we're working together and brainstorming, we can come up with an even better solution. So collaborative. And, and, and it really comes, you know, it, it's clear to me sitting in a classroom watching you work with everyone. It's, it's clearly collaborative. So when you think about leadership, what are some of the key attributes that, he, that you feel that a leader must have? Not should, but must have. One of them is to motivate and inspire others. That is a key in every leader because you want to inspire others to be the best that they can be. You also need other people to get things done that you cannot get done yourself. A lot of times, um, leaders, business owners, we have an issue delegating. We feel that we are the ones that can do everything the best. Nobody can do it as well as we can because we care about our jobs. We care about our businesses. But actually, you can delegate. You can give people that empowerment that they can do it just as well as you can. And how do you do it is by inspiring them and making them feel that, yes, that I can get this done, that I have the competencies, the skills, and the talent to really get the job done very well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who have just joined us, we're here this morning with Ms. Jasmine Cordero, who is the Managing Director of the Center for Urban Entrepreneurship and Economic Development, known as CUDE, at Rutgers Business School. They also have a very excellent uh, program for entrepreneurs called the Entrepreneurs Pioneers Initiative program, which is currently uh, launching its fifth class this year. That's correct. And uh, applications are currently open. They are until March 30th. Until March 30th. And how many um, folks or businesses are you looking to have in the program this year? It's very selective, and we only choose about 30 to 40 entrepreneurs to go through the program. Wow. And uh, I noticed when I went through the program, we had a, a, a nice big group, and we still had a pretty big group when, when, we, uh, when we finished, but some folks didn't finish. Um, how do you address that, or do you address that with, with, the, with the entrepreneurs, is that a business situation came up, a family situation has come up that they didn't finish? The businesses that we see that didn't finish the program, as I mentioned earlier, is that they don't see that the time that they're committing to the program is going to be beneficial because there's no monetary gain that you immediately see, but you see the growth of your business. You'll see the ROI later on. Right. And these are people that are stuck working in their business right. as opposed to working on the business. Right. And early on, I will tell you, when you first come to orientation, you have to be serious about this. Right. You have to put the cell phone down while you're in class so you can yes. get yes. all of the knowledge and absorb it. Um, you have to take that time away from your business. And they're just people, entrepreneurs, that are not ready at this time to do that. Right. And we right. allow them, when they're ready, to, to join the program at another point. Oh, so they do get to come back in? 
if if they're at a different if, point and right. we will interview them and right. see are you now right. fully ready to commit to this program right. but that's good that's good it kind of reminds me of graduate school um, if you miss it was I was in uh, the Lake Forest Graduate School of Management it was a uh, 10-week program every 10 every, you have four sessions every 10 weeks two classes on a Saturday you miss one class your grade was knocked down one you missed you miss two classes, you're, you're excused from the classroom because every bit of information is so important. And that's what I found true with the uh, EPI program is that all the instructors were really great instructors, great, uh, they had great information to share, and it all fits into this thing about being an entrepreneur. And that's the one thing that I learned from working from corporate to being an entrepreneur. Corporate, you know, you got your division that you worked on. You got your key metrics that you measure. You got your key people that you manage. But there were so many other things going on in the corporation that you didn't worry about because somebody else had that. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're worried about everything. Yes, usually you are a solo entrepreneur. <laughs> um, and statistics show actually that CEOs and executives, they don't do well being entrepreneurs because they have the finance department, the human resource department, the communications department doing everything. And now when you're an entrepreneur, you're the only one doing that. So you have to learn how to maximize your time, um, determine what are your priorities, and you have to now also be knowledgeable in each of those functional areas of your business. And all of our classes, they're integrated. The instructors, again, they collaborate. They speak to one another. For example, the financing instructor will talk to the pricing instructor and know what are they teaching, what exercises, and they will piggyback on that. So there's a running theme throughout each of the classes. So yes, if you do miss one, you're lost. Now we know life happens. Things, uh, you may have a major crisis in your life, and maybe again at that time, this time is not the time for you to go through this program. And we have had individuals that have had an illness, a death in the family, that they have to step back from the program, and they have come again the second time when life has gotten a little bit easier. Excellent, excellent. And um, what has been your best experience as a leader? My best experience as a leader has been the EPI program. Mm -hmm. I like to help other people. That is my passion. I feel that serving others is my purpose in life and helping people to grow and see what are their roadblocks and help them to achieve and reach all of the goals that they want to achieve. And that is something that I do through the EPI program. By putting this program together, I get that sense of accomplishment that I am helping individuals and also that I'm helping the communities in which each of these businesses are located. And, um, you know, unfortunately, one of the things of uh, leadership and management we have to deal with is, is conflict. Um, how do you deal with conflict? Yes. And that, that is something that many of us um, don't know how to deal with effectively. I have found that a lot of times, and I did have the tendency to do this, is that we want to sweep it under the rug. We, if we don't pay attention to it, if it's not there, it doesn't exist, but we do have to address it. We do have to look at it and say, how are we going to deal with this? Um, I notice a lot of our conflicts and sometimes my own conflicts deal with the staff that we manage. Um, sometimes our staff is not doing their work up to par or they're not following rules and policies and 
we want to overlook it, but we have to have that conversation with that employee to get them back on track. And how do you have those conversations is important. You don't want to make accusations um, about the employee. You don't also want to give them all of this negative feedback because your, your employees, no matter what, they're always doing something good. So right. you want to start your conversations with highlighting all of the great things that they're doing and say, we need to improve on these areas so you can even be better for yourself and for the organization. Right, right. Um, what is your favorite book on leadership? My favorite book on leadership is actually uh, Black Faces in White Places by Drs. Jeffrey Robinson and Randall Pinkett, because it tells you about you need to identify who you are. Mm -hmm. You have to be very confident and know who you are as a person. And you also have to build your networks and be strategic about it. There are many tools now, like LinkedIn is a wonderful tool to build your network. And you're meeting people every day, but you have to determine how do am I going to build my network? How am I going to follow up with the people that I'm meeting? And as you're building your network, you cannot think about me. This is not all about you and what benefit you're getting from it. You are going to get a benefit. But you also have to think about what am I bringing to the table and what can I give to all of these people that are networking with me. And then you'll see the, the benefits of a collaborate effort and how it will all come together for you. Okay. Let's talk about um, heroes that you have in your life. Um, who are some of your great heroes? One of my heroes is my mother. She came to this country when she was 18 years old from the Dominican Republic. She didn't even know the language, but she figured out what she needed to do. She assimilated into the community, and she was also a single mother. Um, and she instilled in my sister and me values and taught us how, what do you need to succeed in life with her limited knowledge and empowered us, empowered us to gain knowledge. She knew gaining knowledge was the key to being successful. And she instilled in us that we needed to go to college and we needed to not just go to college, but do the best that we can. For her, mediocre was not acceptable. And she knew that we had it in us to be very successful and she always pushed us to do that. And uh, what does your sister do? My sister is an accounting. She's a, uh, an accounting manager, and actually, she's an accounting manager for foster care um, at a or nonprofit organization for foster care. So she, as well, likes to give back and work in organizations that are doing a good for our society. And is your mother still with you? No, my mother has passed. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Wow. That's but her great. legacy still lives, and I feel it lives through me. Absolutely. Well, you are a very much a bright, shining light. And as I've observed you over the last uh, 10 months in running the program, you've always uh, had a very respectful, commanding presence, uh, but also respectful of, of others. And that speaks to your, your leadership style. Thank you, Darrell. Um, what's next for you in regards to, I know the EPI program is, is going great and the CUDE, the, the CUDE program is going great. Yes, uh, right PhD. now... 
not a PhD. Every <laughs> because I am in academia, everybody thinks that the uh, next step for me is a a PhD. I don't know. I love and enjoy um, what I am doing right now. I love the center. I love EPI. Every new EPI class is a challenge and a great opportunity for me to develop different skills, for me to tweak the program and make it even better for the next class. So that's what I'm looking forward to right now. I would also like to continue and do more coaching, actually, because, again, as I said earlier on, for me, is helping people. I want people to get unstuck and achieve their goals. Wow, that is great. Well, believe it or not, Jasmine, our, our time is just about up. But, but before we go, is there a particular quote about leadership or, or phrase about leadership that you like to, to share with our audience? Yes, I'll share this quote um, from Rockefeller. And it says, good leadership consists of showing average people how to do the work of superior people. So we are all leaders in all aspects of our life. You do not have to have be an executive, a manager, a director. You're a leader and you're influencing people every day. So empower those people around you and motivate them to be the best that they can be. And do it by being an example, a good example. Well, thank you so much for that quote. And also, um, I want to thank you. Uh, we're here with Ms. Jasmine Cordero, who is the Managing Director of the Center for Urban Entrepreneurship and Economic Development, affectionately known as CUDE, at Rutgers Business School in Newark, New Jersey. We want to thank you for being our guest today. And thank you, Darrell, for having me. I enjoyed it. This is Darrell Gunter, your host of Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Remember, if you have missed this broadcast or someone you know could would like to hear this broadcast, you can catch us on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening, and this is Darrell Gunter, again, your host for Leadership. Remember, leadership begins with you. Have a great weekend.